Hello, this is Pastor Bibish, lead pastor of Green Pastures Church, coming to you with the word of the living God today. I am so glad that you are able to join. I pray that what you hear today touches you, opens your understanding to the knowledge of God, challenges you to be the best you, deepens your relationship with God, and causes you to live in victory. Let's hear the word. Isaiah chapter 62 and today I'm going to be reading the whole passage and there's a couple of things I'm going to say there is a journey that the Lord has uh, set before us there is a path that he has so well laid for us and I praise God for the atmosphere and I pray that you feel it in your home you feel it wherever you are that you feel that the Lord is in the midst of us and there is something new. There is something spectacular. There is something particular the Lord is doing in this season. And I bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grace has opened for us a path that we never thought possible. Grace has positioned us. In places we would have never thought possible. Grace has decided. Hallelujah. Grace has decided to ignore our past, our predisposition. And uh, charge us with a mandate. A global commitment that we have to take. A global mission uh, that will shape the world. Uh, uh, somebody must say this woman this morning is too ambitious. I believe um, that the Lord has given us something uh, that will shape the world. Uh, there is a move all around the world. Uh, and those who will catch the vision uh, and those who will understand what God uh, is doing in this season, uh, they will mark this generation. Uh, they will mark this generation. Uh, people of God, I am reminded uh, that uh, in that there was a time uh, when the people of Israel were in a time of battle uh, and God did something Thing, uh, that the world um, and that war strategies could never think of. Uh, God will literally put musicians uh, on the forefront of a battlefield. Uh, oh, I don't know. God does just the unusual. Uh, he does something that nobody else does. Uh, can you imagine the Lord uh, had a plan to take down the walls of Jericho? Uh, he could have sent men with hammers, uh, but he sent men with trumpets. Uh, I don't know if somebody's understanding him. He sent a people with a shout. There was something God is doing. And your shout will resound throughout the world and make a difference. I don't know if somebody's understanding him. I hope I am speaking to a church, to a body that is ready to change the world, to speak of God in a particular way, to step away from traditions and cultures and they know how in our past experience uh, so we can experience what God uh, is doing uh, in this season. In case you did not know, these are the end times. 
in case you did not notice. These are the end times. And it's not time for church as usual. It is not time for worship as usual. It is not time for weak intercessors. This is a time that warriors will position themselves. Hallelujah. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 50, 62, there is a prophet, a prophet Isaiah, who spoke in a way that speaks to our generation today. He said, for Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest um, until I see her righteousness go forth um, as brightness um, and her salvation as uh, a lamp that burns. Um, beloved, there is a lamp God has placed into your life. Um, it is time that that lamp shines for the world to see. Um, it is time that we put God where he belongs. Um, the Bible said the Gentiles shall see your righteousness um, and the kings your glory. Um, the you shall be called um, by a new name um, which the mouth of the Lord will name um. people of God I don't know about you but I am ready for something new uh. the Lord has shaked um, I, I was still wondering um, and put the meditating why did God allow um, 2020 to look and sound the way it sounds today uh. beloved I believe the Lord is at uh, work um. the spirit of God is moving uh. church let's not not miss it. Um, let's not miss it. Um, I feel like right now um, it is uh, the prophecy will come out of the mouth of worshippers uh, and intercessors. Uh, God is doing something new. Uh, the mouth of the Lord is calling you by a new name. Uh, the Bible said the Gentiles shall see your righteousness um, and all kings your glory. Uh, there is a glory that the Lord is placing into your life. Uh, there is a glory that the Lord is operating in the church. People of God let's not allow the world and its challenges to dim our light. My God the world the today's circumstances are trying to dim our light. But the Lord says mm -mm. the Gentiles will see your righteousness. The Gentiles will see your righteousness. Grace came to take you from a sinner and to calling you righteous. Mm -mm -mm. Grace came to take you out of shame and say the kings will see your glory. Ah, the kings will see your glory. The Bible says, For the mouth of the Lord has spoken, it will call you by a new name. Ah, the Bible says, You shall be crowned with glory. You shall be crowned with glory. That's verse 3 in the hand of the Lord. People of God, we are in his hands. Ah, Yahweh. Verse 4. Uh, you shall no longer be termed or called forsaken. Uh, nor shall your land anymore be termed desolate. Uh, but you shall be called um, Heziba. And Heziba means, um, and I'm going to go to the meaning in a minute. Um, you shall be, your land shall be called Bula. For the Lord delights in you. My God. My God. My God. It is time that the church goes back to the place where the Lord delights in us. The Lord delights in us. People of God, 
the Lord has set into my heart to start a movement. And I don't want to be pretentious and say I have started a movement by myself. I know the Lord is raising men and women throughout the world to pioneer. This is not going to be something that will make anybody famous. This is something that will make Jesus Christ famous. This is something that will make God famous once, in a, uh, once again. Jesus Christ is coming back, people of God. And he's not coming for a prayerless church. Let me just make a statement. He's not coming back pray, pray, for, a, for, for, for a prayerless church. He's coming for a church that is committed. A church operating with him. Partnering with God in intercession and worship for the end time harvest. The Holy Spirit is on the move. And he's raising Throughout the world, the men and women of prayer and worship. This is a movement for the whole body of Christ. The outcome will cause the gospel to be preached throughout the world. For men and the Gentile to see that we serve a living God. That we serve a powerful God. Beloved, I believe that the Holy Spirit is working right now to establish a culture of prayer. Please write down a culture of prayer. I, I, I feel that I have a mandate. I have a mandate to tell the world, to tell the people of God, to tell Green Pasture Church, the Lord wants to raise a culture of prayer. God needs some honors like it is spoken in Luke chapter 2 and verse 37. These people who stand in the house of God with intercessory prayers day and night. Isaiah says, I will not be silent. Hallelujah. I will not be silent. The Lord needs a men and women who are going to engage in prayer. And in worship like never before. One of the uh, impressive things that I love about David. And that's why I love the psalm. For those of who pray with me every morning. Hallelujah. Who come to the prayer meetings that I lead. You will see that I most of the time go into the psalms. Or I go into Isaiah. I believe that these two men know how to combine uh, simultaneously prayer and worship. Prayer and worship. Hallelujah. And this is what uh, the Lord is calling us to do today. This is where we are heading. This is the mission we have. This is the movement we have. Hallelujah. I pray that the Lord will convict you today to rise with prayer and worship and make it a strategy today. Hallelujah. I believe that this during this season, prayer and worship will be strategy for the strategist, will be a language for the negotiators, will be a song for the lovers, will be a weapon for the warriors. We will march in order. God is calling an army of prayer warriors. Hallelujah. Or praying warriors. Warriors and worshipers to rise just like in the time of David. This prayer movement and this worship movement, hallelujah, they need to bring us back to the place where everything centers 
around God. Beloved, because of the things that we are going through and because of where the church has gone, where we have taken the gospel at some point, we made it all about us. We want to receive prophecies because we want to be blessed. We want to receive. We want to receive. And let me tell you, one of the most powerful words uh, that I feel like the church uh, or the Christians uh, give so much weight on is no longer even the amen as in let the will of God be done. It is I receive. Everybody wants to say, I receive. Hallelujah. God has no problem giving. Actually, he's always giving to those who stay permanently in his presence. Those who understand the mandate that we have as a church and as a generation. More than ever, we need to seek God. We need to pray. We need to worship. We need to bring God at the forefront of everything we are and everything we have. this movement of prayer and worship. I'm going to give you seven things on which this time, this movement will, will rest upon. For those who are not are taking the notes, please do. Number one, it will be God-centered. We will not pray selfish prayers. We will not worship to make ourselves feel good. We will not sing songs that the rhythm uh, helps us uh, focus. We are going to sing songs that God wants. It doesn't matter how it sounds like. It's going to be a song that God wants. A song that points people to God. Hallelujah. Our worship, our prayer will no longer, Lord, I thank you because you touched me. It is because I touched you, God. Hallelujah. Number two is going to be relational. We have made prayer a transaction. I need give. I want to do it. Our faith has been based on the things that we believe God shall do for us. And I don't mind believing. I also believe that God gives. But let me tell you, prayer and worship should not be centered on what we need or what we want. It needs to be centered on who he is and the relationship we must have with him. After all, grace did not come that you might have a bigger house and bigger belly. No, no, grace came to reposition you so you can be back in a relationship with God. Whatever Adam uh, lost in the garden of Eden. Uh, Jesus restored it. Uh, hallelujah. On the mountain of Golgotha. That's what grace came to do. He came to restore our relationship with God. Uh, so our prayer must re reflect that relationship. Uh, our Worship needs to reflect that relationship. Don't tell me you love God uh, and you can't pray because you feel prayer is it's it's a it's a work, it's a labor, it's something you you dread or oh, you 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 just oh my gosh, it's prayer time. Let's just do this and get it out of the way. I don't know if you understand it. You're telling me, you're telling me that let me just talk to God real quick and get him out of the way. It needs to be continual. We cannot have a worship session and then move on. You see, we have prayer sessions and worship sessions. And then we'll walk away from the session. My campaign is 
the movement I am calling us to today, that many in the world are embarking on, is no longer that I attend a session, is that I live in it. It becomes my, 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 my breath. It becomes the oxygen. If I don't pray, I, I don't know how I'm going to start my day. If I, I don't worship, I don't know where I'm looking at. Hallelujah. Worship should be, we, we say it as a cliche, worship is a lifestyle, but does your life reflect the glory of God? You see, for most of us, we think that it's only when we lift up our hands and say, praise the Lord, that's when we are worshiping. We are out to worship all the time, everywhere, in everything we are, in everything we do. In the decisions we make, we worship God. Hallelujah. We worship the Lord. The Bible reminds us uh, in the book of, of uh, Proverbs uh, that it is the glory of God uh, to conceal a matter, but then the glory of men to, to reveal or to find out or to search out. Uh, that means that when you are doing what God has called you to do, you are worshiping the Lord. Uh, hallelujah. When you are where you are. That's why some of us, we, we behave badly at work. We don't know that God has given you that work as a mean of worship uh, and not a mean to puff up. Uh, Oh, we, we, we puff up with this degree. You don't know that God has given to you as a key for access for his glory, not for you to feel good about yourself. God will make you feel about good about yourself. He's not selfish, but that cannot be our focus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This campaign of prayer and worship movement will be musical. And myself, I was so excited when I was like, oh my God, you are saying it's going to be musical. You see, I have realized that the music industry is a powerful industry that shapes cultures. Hallelujah. So if the world has used music, musicians, their fame, their lives to shape our culture, to shape our wardrobes, to shape our way we, we do our hair, to shape, why can the church use music to showcase the power, the glory, and the beauty of the Lamb of God. I don't know what some of our meetings will be looking like. We'll be singing, praying, dancing, falling on the floor, standing up. I mean, what freestyle. Hallelujah. This movement will be global. You see, sometimes we beat ourselves down because we think that, you know what? We are just a little church in Worcester. God is, no, 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 no. Hallelujah. When you compare the nation of Israel to the whole world, they are just a little nation. Are you understanding? But their lives and their relationship with God shaped the whole world. And I don't care about any other religion. All these other religions, they can help it by compare themselves to Christianity. And by the way, they use our calendar. This year before Jesus, this year after Jesus, because the whole world is under the control of our God, believe it or not. This movement will be missional. We will look beyond ourselves. We will look beyond our four walls. We are men and women on a mission. We have a whole world to, 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 to save by the grace of God. 
We have a message that will save the world. Doesn't matter if your world is in the town where you live or the people you have on your Facebook are, are, are friends, but it is the world. And we are saving one person at a time with grace. Missional, a church that we want to be is a church that sees beyond ourselves, beyond our needs, beyond our culture. We need to embrace the culture of God. You know, sometimes we tap ourselves on the shoulder. Oh, you know, in our church, we have people from many nations. But yet we are stuck in our own thoughts, in our own behaviors, in our own ways of doing things. It is time we look back to God. And the number seven, it will be intergenerational. We want to be a church with a mission. Our prayer and worship movement will not be something for old people, something for young people. It's going to be something for all people. That the things that God is doing with, with us, parents can take them home and practice them with their children. That children will feel free to share with their friends, this is who I am, this is how I praise. That teenagers will not be, will be shamelessly sharing the word of God and just being excellent and powerful wherever God sends them. During the week, one of our prayer sessions, we talked a little bit about how our teenagers, our children today, they are depressed. The world is putting so much pressure on them. We refuse that in Jesus' mighty name. Whatever the devil is putting on the social media to depress them, we are replacing it with the power and the move of God in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. If it means we are going to be on the Snapchat, on Instagram, we are going to be on TikTok, whatever it takes, we are going to be everywhere. And for us old people, we are going to be on Facebook, on YouTube, or I don't know what else you use. If you're still on Yahoo, or you want us on Google, we'll find you in Jesus' name. But we are on a mission in the name of Jesus. And when we can, we put our mask and walk on the streets. Why not? Hallelujah. I believe that the Lord is doing something great in our midst. I, I love David. I think I mentioned this already. David, when you look at his psalms, you realize this man makes his worship and intercession simultaneously all the time in most of his psalms. This man that the Bible says is a man after God's own heart knew how to Acknowledge God even in his time of need. Beloved, it is time that we step away from being so selfish, so self-centered, and center our attention and heart to God and God again. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. I am not calling us to a religious type of worship. I am not calling us to do something that everybody else is doing. I am not calling you to do something out of tradition or something we copied from somebody else. I am not even saying that you're speaking tongues like your pastor speaks. I say speak your own tongues by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. May your life be actually an act of worship. You should write that down. 
May your life be actually an act of worship. May your attitude be actually an act of worship. I pray that once more we will acknowledge God in his majesty and beauty in the midst of everything we do. That we will acknowledge him as the bridegroom who is to come. The king who reigns over us and the judge who watches over everything we are and everything we do. I pray that our prayers will emphasize on the majesty of the Lord. That our prophecies, will, without hypocrisy, without selfishness, without putting on religious uh, behavior or attitude, that we will pray and prophesy the actual word of the Lord. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. May the King of glory help us. May the church rise. We have been saved by grace. Not to hide behind the bushes. Not to hide behind some philosophy. Grace is not a philosophy. Grace is not a theology or, 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 or an, oh, sorry, an ideology. But grace is God. Grace is Jesus Christ manifested into our lives. And it is time that the church acts like it. Behaves like it. And show off Jesus to the world. I pray, people of God. That from today on, you stand up and embark on this movement. There is something spectacular the Lord is doing. And I was telling myself in my room today, I said, Lord, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. There is something spectacular God is doing. There's something new God is doing. There's something particular God is doing this season. People see chaos. God sees opportunities. The church will have the lens of God. People see problems. God sees solutions. People of God, we need to see things. Hallelujah. In the lenses of God, people are prophesying doom. Problems are coming. Economic uh, economic problems and health issues are coming. You need to prophesy what God sees. That's why Isaiah in chapter 62, it says, I will not be silent until I see the glory. I will not be silent until I see the light. Do not allow today's news to dim your light. You have to decide, I will not be silent. I will not be silent. He said, God, my life, this is my worship. My joy, this is my worship. My lifestyle, oh God, I give it to you. I will not be silent. I will not allow the world to dim my light. I want to see and proclaim to the world that God is good and his faithfulness. I want to present to the world that the grace of God, the saving grace of God, I want to worship God so that the world around me will know that he is king. He is the bridegroom and he is our judge. The righteous God. The righteous one. Hallelujah. Will you pray with me today? I just have to conclude. Hallelujah. There is a journey. There is a place the Lord is taking us. Next Sunday we'll talk more about the God-centeredness of everything we are, everything we do. And especially when it comes to prayer and worship. There is a thing that God is doing. And we just want to understand it. As a church, we have fallen into culture 
it is not even God's culture. Traditions. We've done things out of habit. We've done things because we think that this is the only way to do it. We've sung songs because everybody likes it. It is time that we go back to the place where God is lifted into our lives. A lot of people have had hard time during this season because we depended on things and God removed those things. That's why a lot of people are depressed. We depended, we depended on the, our activities and the things we do. There's a lot of people who feel like the church is not functioning well because the church is not meeting. <laughs> no. It's, it's, be, it's out of habits. I, I, I long, I tell you that, I long for the times when we will all come back in one place with no mask and worship the Lord and fall on the floor and touch each other and hug and speak in tongues all together at the same times. I long for those moments. Our Green Pastor Church, we have had those times where we just pour our hearts before the Lord. I long for those moments, but I believe, I believe that if God can meet you in your house where you are, shake and move you, you'll never be the same. Your anointing will not depend on somebody's anointing. It is something new that the Lord is doing with you and for you. And many people of God during this season, we have struggled because we did not have a personal relationship with God. We had a corporate relationship with God. We had a church-led relationship with God. And when it was time to find yourself alone with your God, you were unable to do it. When it was time for to be just the two of you and with your own church in your own home, we did not know how to do it. My campaign is to bring back God in the center of everything, that every house is a church, every couple is a congregation. I don't know if somebody's understanding me. You and your roommates, you are a congregation. Hallelujah. That you don't need somebody to push you to pray. You don't wake up in the morning and say, oh my God, it's 5 a.m. is prayer. No. You're going to be looking forward to say, my God, I cannot start my day with you. You'll be in your car worshiping God. Uh, once in a while you do it like me. Um, if I feel like I have an, uh, in the traffic um, and some people are looking all stressed and madly and trying to cross me, uh, I'll put my windows down. Uh, I'll put my music up uh, and I worship the Lord like there is no tomorrow. Before you know it, people start looking at you and smiling. Uh, it is one of my ways of worshiping uh, and feeling the atmosphere of God. Uh, people of God, you know what? I have had church before on the highway. I can tell you that. Uh, and I had uh, an improvised congregation. Uh, but the people around me who could hear my music and praise God. Uh, I've even had somebody wave at me. Uh, I don't know if they wanted to tell me I'm Christian too. Or I love your music. It does not matter. All I want to tell you. We have to go back to the place where we don't need somebody to tell you that God is good. Uh, you are so conscient uh, that God is good. that uh, You just can't wait to tell the world uh, that I believe in a mighty and powerful God. Sometimes we have issues and we wait for the day the intercessors will meet to pray for your issue. No, no, no. It is a time you have a dream, you wake up in the middle of the night, you speak in tongues for a few minutes, then you go back to bed. You tell Pastor about it in the morning because she has her own tongues to speak. Just saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, beloved, I believe in the unity of the church. There is power in the prayer of unity. This movement will not take one person. It will take all of us. But it, it, it will require you 
to also be a soldier. It will require your home to also be embarked. You shall say like Joshua said, my favorite leader in the whole Bible. He said, me and my house, we will serve the Lord. There is the glory of God to show to the world. We will show it. We don't care about what you're choosing to do. But as for me and my house, hallelujah, we will serve the Lord. May the Lord help us. Will you pray for yourself today? Will you pray for your home? Will you pray for the church? Will you pray for the universal church of God? We don't want to be a church full of tradition and religiosity and we have set God aside from everything we are and everything we do. We have made prayer a transaction. You know, rarely we receive prayer requests of people, can you just praise God for me because I love him? We, we don't receive those prayer requests. Mm -mm. And sometimes we will kill ourselves praying and then when God has provided for that new job that you're praying for, you won't even come back and say, will you say thank you to Jesus for me because he actually gave me the job? We don't get those requests. We only get the request of needs. But I pray that in this season, prayer will not be centered on your need. Your needs will be met as you follow God. But that you follow God with all your heart. Will you pray that your focus will no longer be on your pain, but on God? No longer on your failures, but on God. No longer on your past. You see, sometimes we focus on the things that grace has taken care of. Let's lift up our voices. Everywhere we are, let's pray. Pray in your home. Those who are in this building, come on, lift up your voice and pray. Hallelujah. Say, my God, send me up for this army. Send me up for this movement. Let my life give glory unto you. I want to be that worship intercessor. This is who we are now, worship intercessors. Worship intercessors. Like David, I want to pray and worship. I want to intercede and worship. I want to acknowledge and praise. I want to believe and praise. I want to wonder and worship. Everything I do, give God gets all the glory and the praise. Pray that your home, hallelujah, will be a sanctuary of praise. Pray that God, hallelujah, will make your home a place where God is lifted. Your life, ah, your lifestyle will honor God. Hallelujah. Choices you make, the attitude you have, you give God all the glory. May God touch you today even as you pray. Pray for the church. Pray for the church that will not be need-based, but will be worshiping God like never before. May God be our center. May the Lord be our center. May the music and the melody we make give God glory and honor. May our worshipers be selfless by God, filled with God and filled with the Holy Ghost. We pray that we'll start a movement of men and women who worship the Lord, who love God, and who back at nothing to make Him known throughout the world. Pray for you. Pray for the strength to stand for righteousness in this dying world. Pray that the world will not dim your light, but you will be the light of the world because this is where grace has set you to be. My God, my God, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Start declaring, I'll bring flavor back in this world. I will bring flavor in my environment. I will bring favor 
Ah, flavor, flavor with my relationship with others. Pray, people of God, that this season you will not miss what God is doing. Pray that you will be this bride that is ready Ah, for the bridegroom. Pray that you will follow your king. I bless your name, Jesus. My God, I pray that we will not miss this move. That Peter Green Pastor Church will be one of the instruments you will use in this time and time as an, as an instrument. My God, as a beacon of light uh, to make a difference in this season. To make a difference um, in this season. Let our worship uh, resound throughout the world. Let our prayer, my God, uh, rescue people from the ends of the earth. Uh, my God, uh, let your presence be tangible in everything we do and everywhere we are. My God, I pray that every family and every home will be a sanctuary of prayer and worship. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, my God, for raising intercessors in our midst who pray day and night to see the glory of God shine upon the church and all over our world. In the name of Jesus, my Lord, in this timing, the trying times in this America more than ever. Lord, we need you, Lord, we need you need you we need you let our choices our ideologies be shaped by the love of God in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus my Lord let those who are sick among us receive healing in the name of Jesus those who are weak be strengthened in the mighty name of Jesus those who I need May they receive provision in the mighty name of Jesus. Those uh, who were broken, my God, may they be mended in the name of Jesus. Those who were hurt, uh, my God, may they be healed in the powerful name of Jesus. Those who, my God, were in a battle, on a battlefield uh, fighting, my God, may you give them victory. Lord, we bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May the grace of our Lord Jesus, the unfailing love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you, people of God. We love you. We trust in God with you. Prayer movement has started. Join the party. We are going to pray and say, God, I am not sure what our meetings and services will look like from now on. But I know God will be glorified and the devil will be terrified in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, God. We thank you. Amen. It has been such a joy sharing the word of God with you today. I pray that you experience the power of God through his word. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, please consider making a donation to ensure that the Word of God continues to be made available to our enrichment. Thank you for listening.